Hey there, Dungeon Bros. Welcome to the very first episode of the Brothers in Dungeons podcast. Last legend from above. Sorry, I'm really excited. <laughs> After nearly three years, we're finally able to get this project off the ground. Oh, three, almost three years, man. I've been trying on and off to, to work on this. Um, and we were finally able to get a handle on it and get this thing going. Um, it's taken a lot of effort to get here, but we have finally made it. Uh, we hope that you enjoy the first episode and the rest of the series as we release it. Uh, just as a warning though, some of the audio files were damaged as we were getting them from our original hosting site. So the first couple ep episodes, they're a little spotty in sections with some audible clicks, uh, some weird interference uh, during some of the when people are talking. Uh, we've done what we can to minimize these issues, but we weren't able to remove them completely during the uh, production process um, without removing whole sections of the audio. Uh, so please bear with us. The audio quality does improve as you get further into the story, um, as we've been able to kind of change our recording and upgrade our recording equipment, uh, change how we do the recordings and change uh, how we store um, the video and audio files um, of the podcast episodes, or um, of the recordings themselves. Now, uh, if you enjoy what you hear and you want to help support us uh, in everything we do here at Brothers in Dungeons, go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash brothers in dungeons. It's all one word. Uh, and become a patron. Uh, now, with us adding the podcast to our list of projects, we're going to be working on creating some additional special rewards for our podcast subscribers to get you guys access to behind-the-scenes stuff, some creative looks, gag reels. Uh, we're also going to be doing some special episodes uh, every so often that we want to release specifically to you guys um, for just being awesome and supporting us here. Uh, if you are looking for another way to help support us at BID, um, we ask that you go ahead and check out our store at brothersingamingstore.com. Uh, go up to the top where it says Brothers and Dungeons. Click on that section and check out our Plus One Armor collection. We've got a lot of cool stuff in there, uh, t-shirts, hoodies. We're going to be adding some stuff um, throughout this whole year. Um, kind of revamping the store, making it a little better, bringing some more cool stuff to you guys. Um, also, you can catch us every Sunday as we continue this campaign that you're hearing now um, in real time over on Facebook at facebook.com slash brothers and dungeons. You can check that out every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're there every Sunday unless something comes up. Uh, you can also check out all the attributes and credits uh, for the podcast uh, at the podcast description, um, including music, audio engineering, um, cast, um, cast and crew credits. You can check all that stuff out. Um, okay, I've talked a lot and I'm running out of things to say, so I'm just going to hop off here and let you enjoy this episode. Thanks again. In the okay. beginning, there were the six, a perfect balance of light and dark. But as the light gets brighter, the shadows deepen. The dark wanted to consume all of Iluv, the universe, bringing forth its mighty forces, the minions of Nykes. War raged for millennia. When all seemed lost, 
Alexon, the architect, rallied forces of light, giving her followers in Parma and Yarna a weapon to defeat the darkness. While her forces pushed back the dark, Alexon sealed it away with divine magic. In the time of relative peace since, this story has become legend, the kind that children hear before bed. It isn't taken as truth or history, but should it be? The world is about to change once again. Today is the New Year's, even more exciting. Today is the year of the new century. The streets are filled with vendors and people walking all around, playing games, going ice skating. We begin in a crowded tavern where there's joyous cheering all around you, celebrating the new year. Sitting at the bar is a hobgoblin. Jared, want to go ahead and talk about what your character looks like and how he's reacting to all the celebrating. Well, uh, Newhorn, as the DM mentioned, is a hobgoblin. He has red-orange skin. Uh, he's sitting here in primarily leather armor, leather coat with a lavender-colored scarf. He's sitting here, and he doesn't look too happy about all of the, uh, the festivities. He's got some ale and a flagon, and just doesn't, doesn't look like he wants to be part of any kind of celebration whatsoever. Does it. And sitting at a table is Kylie's character and Fatal's character. Go ahead and explain how you're reacting to everything and what your characters look like. Okay, so my character is an Eladrin. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, essentially, she is a uh, Feywild elf um, who is a druid. Um, she's got, like, Aurora, which is her name. <laughs> uh, Aurora type of hair, so it's blues, it's pinks, it's greens with silver, kind of like the shining stars. Um, she's just very happy-go-lucky. She's sitting there. I mean, her and Lily have traveled a little bit together already, um, but they're still starting to get to know each other and everything. Um, so Aurora would at least be sitting there in you know, a happy mood, but she's also kind of like scoping everything out. Like she's trying to like take in everything and learn about it. Um, she would probably be drinking some type of wine, maybe, like a fruity, colorful drink. Um, and then Fatal's character. Uh, Lily is a wood elf. She has chet the snut brown hair, and she's sitting next to Aurora, and she, basically I'm just nodding my head and taking it all in, trying to understand what's going on. And I'm trying to balance my whole <laughs> demeanor with Aurora because she's so happy and cheerful. So I'm trying to keep the pace at my speed, which is very mellow at the moment. So I'm taking everything in. And while I'm sitting there, I'm just drinking some ale and watching everybody celebrate. Across the bar, there is a tiefling standing on top of a table and belting out a tune. Marie, would you like to go ahead? 
Uh, so Iggy has no problem with being the life of the party. She is singing something that probably doesn't sound like a song, but she's having a great time with it, and that's what matters. Uh, she keeps screaming something about free shots, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't plan to pay, pay for any of that. Uh, she is a tiefling with gray skin and a broken horn, and red hair with a red and black leather jacket that looks like it probably shouldn't be here, but it counts as armor. And sitting at that table that you are standing on top of is a kobold, Donald. Uh, so Hedwig is a small two foot eight kobold. Uh, he's got shiny blue scales with a white uh, underbelly. You can see um, just above his collar line. He's wearing very a very uh, a very fluffy white coat and pants, and even boots, despite being a uh, kobold. He does not like the cold. Uh, he is taking in everything with much excitement. His eyes are wide and sparkling with glee as he's writing down some kind of notes about everything he's seeing on a small piece of paper that he got from somewhere. <laughs> kind of in the corner, in a dark corner, sipping on some ale, we have another tiefling. No, 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 no. Giggy? Yes, uh, so you have Torment. Torment is a, like, she's slightly tall, 5'10", uh, albino tiefling. Uh, with red hair, red horns. Um, she's she's just kind of trying to figure this all out, judging her surroundings, um, measuring people up, seeing if an opportunity presents itself. All of a sudden, you guys see the doors burst <clears throat> open and the beefcake has arrived. Ryan? <laughs> So, as <clears throat> soon as the doors come flying open, see this giant six foot five, dark olive skinned, just chiseled man. <laughs> um, all black clothing, um, a tailored coat that um, looks it, very custom made. Um, with silver chains interlocking down the front side. Um, <clears throat> black tailored leather pants and black tailored leather boots with silver embroidery. This dude is obviously has a lot of money. Um, and he is very loud. Um, and the first thing he would do after kicking the door in was, would be screaming and using thaumaturgy. <laughs> Someone get me a drink. Needs him already. You see, <laughs> you see a half elf bartender who looks like she's just tired of everyone's shit. <laughs> just look your way and just like put her hand out for the money first. I am just going to pull out a full stack of silver and just kind of. <laughs> 
Actually, I'll make sure I have my pinky out when I do it, just kind of <laughs> in her hand, and say, keep them coming. She looks a little bit more excited now, and she's like, you got it. And she goes and gets your first round. Woo! She goes back over to the hobgoblin. Do you want anything else? Not if I have to sit next to him. Well, he pays better, so I'm not going to make him move. Njorn gets up and moves away from Archibald. (laughs) (laughs) She looks over at the tiefling standing on the table. Hey, you better not break that. Or you'll have to pay for it. That's alright. I'm really good at this. As the table kind of wobbles. (laughs) Archibald will turn, look, and be like, if she does, I'll pay for it. Keep playing! (laughs) (laughs) She walks over to the table of the elves. What would you guys like? With my drink right here. My sip sip. It's still full. I just sip. Slowly. Very slowly. I'll take a huge slug of my drink and I'll ask for another ale. <laughs> you got it. She goes and picks it up. Brings you another one. Thank you. And what is the kobold doing? Um... Trying to drink from his mug of water that is too big for him. You notice in the middle of the room, there is two gentlemen arm wrestling. A lot of people are surrounding them, making bets on who is going to win. On the right side is where a lot of the magical creatures are. And on the left side is where a lot of the ones that don't have magic are. And it's divided by a little sign, non-magic and magic. Where's the the bartender at? Uh, behind the counter. Okay. I'm gonna walk up to her and ask, like, why why do you separate between magic and non-magic? We're all equal. Some of the locals are a little bit weary of people that don't have a god, therefore do not have any power. Well, that makes no sense. She literally does not. It do, that does not compute to her. <laughs> a, a little hand sticks up from behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like way down. Yes. So, what about people who have magic but not a god? Do you not have a god? Oh, I have a god. But, like, there are other people in the world. Some don't have a god, but they also have magic in the world. So what do they do with them? They live where all the dragonborn live. The ones that are cast out from society on black scale. 
but you should know that if you live here. I don't. I don't live here. Then where are you from? Nealos. What? Nealos? It's a town. I've never heard of it. It must be very small. It's not that big. As everyone... Can I just say, I love when you do that voice. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching your guys' camera. Trying so I'm hard. So glad mine is not. As everyone's celebrating. Not everyone's celebrating. I'm just well, sitting in a corner. Well, neither it. is Jared. Uh, yeah, Newern is just drinking. It doesn't look like it's happy drinking. He will make notes of this because he finds this to be odd. A man walks in that is wearing old armor that looks like it could be he could be someone that was a soldier not anymore and he looks around and walks up to the bartender and he's obviously upset and ryan you would be able to hear him talk about how he is how he is upset about people celebrating when his daughter among 15 other women have gone missing um <clears throat> so who who is he talking to the bartender the bartender yeah um oh god uh, my ears <laughs> not gonna start yelling yet no the hosts the keep you guys keep hosting the stream so it keeps <laughs> like <laughs> uh but I, I i would wait till to see if he would walk away i wouldn't go to him um directly or at least immediately i would wait just Till his conversation is kind of done, and then go to the bartender and ask questions. Okay. Go ahead. Um. What is the? Would I know the bartender's name by now? Did you ask for her name? No. The no. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you know the name? Ryan? <laughs> I, okay, depending on how long, how how much time has passed, I've been drinking a lot. I don't know. Can you go to the bathroom? <laughs> Maybe like <laughs> ten minutes or so. I don't know. Should you go? You're to fine. The I'll roll for it. <laughs> <laughs> roll for right, knowing so, the bartender's name. So no. I'm, I'll walk. I'll I'll like lean into the bar, kind of wave the bartender over, mm -hmm. um, and. I'll get in real close and be like, that man you just spoke to, he said he lost his, his daughter. Oh, are you talking about Azar? The one Azar. that was just here? Yes. Yes. The man who said his daughter and 15 others have gone missing? Yeah. They're all women, though. I honestly feel like a couple of rich tiefling boys just came over and offered them a good time and they ran away on their own 
But that's just my opinion. At the, at the mention of my people, I just kind of like grab my sword in my corner. <laughs> and just stare dead at this barkeep. Can I... <laughs> it is... I'm sorry, what was his name again? The the guy. Azar. Az Azar? Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, is he still in the bar? Yeah, he is uh, putting up a poster of a drawing of his daughter. And on the poster, it says, Offering anyone that will help him search for her ten gold pieces. Uh, Iggy, as much as it pains her... Stops playing her guitar to jump off of the uh, the table and probably not break it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Roll! Uh, <laughs> Alright, what am I rolling here? Dexterity. <laughs> okay, alright, alright, hold on. I, got, I have my whole character sheet here, I swear. It's right here. Right here. Okay, so... Well, I got a three. Uh, with a plus, with, with a plus two. You definitely so, okay. You don't break the table, but you like misstep, and you thought that you had a little bit more table to go before it was nothing. So you just like fall flat on your stomach instead. <laughs> belly flop. It's a belly flop. <laughs> I meant to do that. Oh. From my corner, I just like hear her and just. That's how I broke the horn. <laughs> oh. Uh... Are they all cows? I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh, okay, that, that looks like a heart. It was a belly flop. I meant to do it. It, it didn't look like they meant to do it. Insight check. Did I mean to do it? I have a passive insight of 16. <laughs> wow, that's high. Wisdom is my thing. Mine's 15, naturally. Fast. Oh, what were you going to do, though? Uh, me? Yeah. Iggy. Uh, so, after Iggy gets up and dusts herself off very, very cool, like, with the with the jacket and all, you know, mm -hmm. uh, she wanders over to see what the poster's all about, because it sounds like a great story. It and she's just kind of just kind of looking at it. It just says in big words at the top, missing. It has the, the picture of his daughter underneath it. And then underneath that, it says, Will pay anyone ten gold pieces to help me find my daughter. She is not a runaway. That's fair. Um, while, they're all, while they're all doing that and falling off of tables, <laughs> um, Njorn could overhear most of that stuff, right? Um, how close were you still? Because you moved away from Ryan, and he was close to where they were. I I didn't hear you, Jared. Sorry, my computer's kind of lagging. Okay, I thought uh, he I... probably <laughs> he probably only moved over a seat or two. Okay, then you could probably hear it. Yeah. Alright, in that case, while, uh, like, Iggy is falling off the table, uh, Njorn, the, the man Azar is still in here, correct? Yeah, he's putting up the poster. Njorn is going to walk up to Azar and ask him, when did they go missing? 
They went missing a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not sure how anyone thinks that they're a runaway. They all went missing within a matter of a couple of days. We never have anyone be kid kidnapped around here. I'm not sure how this happened. Has there been anything suspicious? Well, duh. A bunch of girls went missing. He just turns his head and looks at Iggy, and then turns to look back at Azar. Just saying. Ryan, I need you to roll a perception check. Fifteen. You kind of glance around the bar, like you kind of do, just surveying everything as your character. You notice someone, like, pull up his sleeve that's arm wrestling, and you see a tattoo that you're familiar with. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, do you want me to make another roll to see exactly what the tattoo is? Or... It's, it's a cultist tattoo. You recognize it. Uh, okay. Um, what cult specifically? He knows so many. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, Grasimir family. These shits. <clears throat> um, is he, so he's over at the arm wrestling table? Yes. Um, is he getting ready to, I'm assuming he's getting ready to arm wrestle? Yes. I am going to walk over to that table. Um, and go to the opposite side of where he is. Take the silver string that starts at the top of my coat. Pull it very hard. And my entire coat flies open, <laughs> comes off my arms, and I drop it. And God, I flex, here it goes. And I flex, and there is an emblem that goes right here. Um, and I look at this man, and then kick the chair of the guy sitting across the table from him to get the dude out of it. Is your neck showing? Um, oh yeah. Um. So across here and then there is a there is a giant family crest across my neck that right. was only that was only revealed after taking off the coat so i see the crest and just leave the bar oh no how far oh, away no explanation just leaves the bar how far away did you want to go i i just go outside the bar Okay. Do you want to say you're, like, leaning against the building then? Yes. Just surveying yeah. everything. Okay. Ryan, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so the guy's sitting across from the one with the with the cult tattoo. Um, I kick him, I pick up his chair, and I sit down across from him, and I want to arm wrestle this dude. You would. He's 
He's a relatively big guy, but at the look of your neck, he visibly, like, gulps and is like, we don't have to do this. You showed your tattoo. Of course we do. He, like, slowly puts his arm up. <laughs> um, I am going to make a giant show of it. Um, and I'm going to use prestigitation, do a giant flex, and there's going to be light green little diamonds that flash in front of me. <laughs> and then I'm going to set my arm down in front of him, like as dramatic as I can. So, before this starts, because Aurora feels bad now, obviously <laughs> watching Archibald flex like that, she's gonna go up and she's gonna tap the other guy on the shoulder. Oh, no. And cast, and cast Guidance and be like, you got this, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna go walk up to Aurora and grab her by hand and say, come with me. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna point out that she she said that she felt bad that you flexed. <laughs> so I have to ask what I, I'm assuming I would notice this since I'm probably like hardballing this dude right in the face. I would I would I see um, Aurora come up and do this? Like yeah. it was like it was like this. Like, she didn't do it, like, on top. She was, like, behind him, just like a, you got this, you got this, buddy. Then I don't think you'd notice anything, Brian. Okay. Dang. So, make a strength <laughs> check, I guess. Alright, let me pull up my, my sheet. Strength check. Hmm. So I have to... <laughs> oh no. What happened? <laughs> 22. Okay. Jesus. I got a, a 19. So. As you guys start arm wrestling, you get the first notch down. Make another one. Sixteen. And he got a three. So you completely, like, pulverize his arm into the table. Oh, no. There's a hair bear. Okay, guys, we're back. Sorry about that. Not sure what happened. I'm not sorry about it. No, I am sorry. Please just love us. Just like us, please. <laughs> wow. His entire mental health depends on it. Quarantine has been hard, Ryan. <laughs> I need this. You need your love. <laughs> Okay, Ryan, you completely, like, smashed that guy's hand into the table. What are you doing? As soon as his hand hits the table, I'm going to use prestigitation again to make it, like, explode, look like it's exploding with sparks. 
and then I'm going to look him in the face and I'm going to say, don't ever let me see that again. He goes, yes, sir. Uh, and then, and then I will stand up very dramatically, flex, and say, everyone gets around. The whole bar yeah! cheers! <laughs> Except for Azar, still in the corner. Um, I'm, I'm still with Azar, by the way, because okay. I, I want to talk a little more. Okay, Jared. I also would have been at Azar, completely ignoring whatever was going over there. Okay, Jared and Donald, go ahead with what you're doing. Well, uh, Jared was talking before, so I will let him have whatever he was doing. Um, I guess just kind of picking back up where we left off, uh, Njorn is just going to ask him, when was the last time you saw them? I saw my daughter two days ago. The rest of them, mm, a few days ago, here and there, I don't know a lot of them, to be honest. I'm just worried about my daughter. Did she meet anyone new? Not that I know of. And especially not a tiefling. I haven't even seen any around besides, you know, the two that are in the bar right now. They're normally off in the richer countries being politicians. They do do that. Find him. What's her name? Hold on, I gotta look for it. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't expecting someone to ask so quickly, I see. What's like, her name? Uh, I know it's been two days, but I'm trying to hold on. <laughs> I just called her daughter. Desta is her name. What I, was it? Desta. D-E-S-T-A. -E what did your daughter look like? <clears throat> Probably this picture on the sign. <laughs> Just saying. Also, what what is Azar? Like, I can't remember if you described him. Is he human or? He's a human wearing a soldier's uniform. He has right. he has dark hair, brown eyes, and he's his lips never seem to not be pursed at this point. Uh, so, so Iggy kind of is starting to think that this guy might need help since he couldn't tell what she looked like off of the poster. <laughs> and if this is the guy's only hope, then, well, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe she'll just lean a little closer and just keep getting information and holding no. the poster up to where it can be seen just in case. Actually, no one is noticing the, the two foot eight kobold that's next to both of you. Well, I mean, she would very much be careful not to step on him. Does that, does that count? Maybe. But I am here. <laughs> it really... And my my passive think... perception is 17, so... Unforgettable. <laughs> so, um... 
Aurora's gonna lean over to Lily and be like, show, we should probably go help. It looks like they need our help with something. That sounds about right for me. I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, let's go. And she just kind of pulls her over. (laughs) (laughs) Jared, the girl in the poster looks like she can't be more than 17 or 18. She's a human, dark hair, dark eyes, pretty. I rapidly, seeing everyone kind of stop talking, I see my chance and I rapidly pat this guy's leg. He kind of like jumps a little and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. (laughs) Uh, That's okay, I'm I'm kind of short. Um, how? My name's Hedrick, and I think I can help you too. Um, do you know, like, if there's any similarities between your daughter and the others? They all seem to be young. Mm-hmm. Just out of school. Do, does anybody know where they have gone missing? Oh. Or they just vanish? <laughs> There's been talk that some of them were hanging out at the local cemetery, but I'm not sure my daughter would be there. Well, uh, I don't know why they hang out at the cemetery. That's weird. Unless they got family buried there. Never mind. Oh, you know, kids. Drinking ale at the cemetery. Not my daughter, though. Now I I actually don't, but I I don't. (laughs) I don't quite understand, like, you know, sermon... Um, the hovers are that age. I want to look down at Hedwig. I don't think he needs the help of a child. I mean, the child might be more helpful than the guy who can't see the sign. I'm 16. I am not a child. But I thought you were a toddler dragonborn. I'm sorry. No, I'm a (laughs) cobalt. I know, we don't really, they probably don't see too many of us. Never seen one. Well, that was the only one. How? Fair enough. Did it see where that people went? No. Oh. Okay. What did you say, Carly? I'm sorry. I said, did anybody see where the tiefling went? She didn't look very happy. We should go check. I'm always her. happy. Isn't Giggy a tiefling too? Yeah. Oh, okay. That tiefling. <laughs> Wrong tiefling. <laughs> Wrong tiefling. <laughs> if we knew that, we'd be hunting them. <laughs> are you saying all tieflings look the same? Who are you asking the question to, Kylie? Uh, she's not really asking anybody in particular but it does look like she's asking somebody specifically but she's not actually really talking kind of asking the room yeah but it looks like she's trying to focus on somebody but she isn't doing a very good job at it yeah everyone just ignores you and keeps doing what they're doing okay she's gonna uh kind of tap Lily on the shoulder and just be like, hey, let's go check on her. Let's go make sure she's okay. That works for me. And we'll go out and 
Giggy, what are you doing whenever they walk outside? Um, I am just looking at the festivities and disdain. There's children running around doing dog sled contests, and you're just looking at them like, I hate you all. Ew, children. <laughs> Let's keep in mind that I'm out of place in, like, my battered, simple clothing. Yeah. Kylie? So, so are, are you okay? You looked distraught when he did that show in there. Do I know you? Oh, yeah, blame me. Oh, we'll be friends. <laughs> eventually. You, 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 technically, you know me. You're talking to me. I'm here. Right. All right. So I'm just going to walk away and go back in the bar. <laughs> no. It's okay, Aurora. It's okay. Oh. You tried. It's all right. on the back. Okay. Oh, man. Well, I guess we follow her. Do, do you want to go back in or do you want to do something else? I want to go back in and get some more information about this missing daughter. Okay, we can go back in. So, so going back into the bar, I I do see, or hopefully, maybe with my terrible passive perception, see said poster that was hung up while I was outside. Yeah, you definitely notice that there's a group huddled over a poster. You can't really see what's on the poster right now because there's so many people surrounding it. But you can definitely walk up closer and, like, look over top the kobold's head and see it. Yeah, just sneakily do that. What? I'm roll you a stealth check. Yeah, go ahead. That is a 15. Okay, everyone that's huddling in a group, what's your passives? Passive perception? Yeah. 16. 15. Uh... Um, 17. Anyone above a 15 sees her walk up, but she's acting sneaky. She's trying to hide behind Hedwig. <laughs> <laughs> she chose the wrong person to hide behind. You've chosen. You look bigger, far away. <laughs> you were a dragon. I almost got away with it too. <laughs> For these meddling kids and that kobold. Wow. Ryan, what are you doing? Are you still with the guy with the tattoo, or what are you doing? No, if they're after after my uh, my showboating incident, um, after they would have after I'd see this basically this crowd essentially forming around uh, this guy, um, I will I'll walk up putting my coat back on um, and I'll stay a little bit toward the back, but I will be, I will actively be listening to the conversation. Okay. Fatal, Kylie, you guys walk back into the bar. What do you guys do? Um, 
I would say we just at Aurora would just be up there trying to find out more information because that's trying what Lily wanted to do. Yeah. Right. Gotta squeeze in there somehow and just get some information. Okay. Whoever wants to ask a question, go ahead. Do you know where was the last place your daughter was? No. I don't. She just never came home one day. Like I told the others, there were talk that a lot of them were kidnapped at the cemetery, but I can't be sure. And it doesn't seem like a place that my daughter would be anyway. She was a good kid. Where is the cemetery located? On the other side of town. About maybe a 15 minute walk. And how many others went missing again? 15. Hmm. Well, I definitely think we should help you. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I would be so grateful. I can offer four gold pieces each for anyone that's willing to help me. Oh, I don't need any gold. I'll take his share. <laughs> well, that's kind of greedy, but okay. I'll help. He offered. Sounds like I a pretty good story. Oh, well, if you want, if you need it, I'm sure. You can count us in. Yep. <sighs> Thank you. We're all going to be really good friends by the time this is over. See, oh. I've been here already. You want to be a friend? Yes. He really just raises an eyebrow and moves farther away. So Hedwig's eyes are like doing the anime Kwai sparkle. <laughs> I, can see it. I can see it in my head. Especially you, little man. Should we involve Beefcake, or should we just leave him there? Dude, no, I no, don't no, care. I... He is going to be a great part of this story. We should totally bring him along. No, as, <laughs> Even if he as, just dies. As, as, soon, as soon as... Um, uh, basically, after seeing the, uh, the, 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 the uwu eyes um, from the kobold... <laughs> <laughs> um... There, you guys will just hear the sound of leather and studs hitting the floor. Oh, God. Hitting and the floor? Hitting the floor. <laughs> and I'm going to basically barrel through you guys up to this man. <laughs> and there will be small tears down my face. And <laughs> I will go to... What, what is the guy's name again? Azar. 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 And in okay. the background, a soft melody oh. of a love song. I am going to walk directly up to him, barreling through you guys, grab him, pick him up, and just say, You're sorry! Oh, no. I heard half that, and then it got silent. And <laughs> You, you, yelled, you yelled too loud. You yelled so loud it couldn't be. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I pick him up and I'll hold him real close to my face. There'll be little tears running down. 
um, the real tears, not prestigitation. Um, <laughs> and I will yell, your, your story has moved me, kind sir. It will, I will do my best to help you. And I will give a little, like, uh, uh, <laughs> and hug him and then set him down. He just kind of stands there for a minute and then is like, okay. Okay, so we should probably go then. Yeah? Let's go! Let's go do this. Where? So the, uh, the two foot eight kobold is down by your, like, freaking knee. You're really tall. Yes, I am. You're very short. <laughs> yes, I am. What's you even... <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm going to be looking at him, and I'm going to look him right in the eyes and be like, you seem like you might have issues keeping up. Keeping up with what? <laughs> All he's going to see is a ginormous hand come down at him, and I'm going to pick him up <laughs> and walk out the door with him. Hedwig hey, come back! That's my new best friend! Hedwig accepts this. <laughs> He's kidnapping the boy. What the boy! <clears throat> Azar kind of looks between you and introduces himself. I am Azar Niriara. Thank you for helping me. Can I have your names? Well, Aurora. Hello, Aurora. I'm Iggy. Um, Giggy, are you still in the bar? Are you kind of following behind, or? I'm just, like, sloking in the back. Yeah, I'm still there. Okay. Where do you guys think that we should go first? Probably the cemetery. I was thinking the same thing. That much sense. Mm -hmm. So he just moves on his heels and starts walking in a direction. <laughs>